Welcome to another segment of Soul to Soul. And I'm so excited because Dan is here. (laughs) Why, hello. (laughs) And it's been a minute, so... Uh, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about, well, you know, love is the theme for the month, but I kind of sense that um, there's more to it because it's retrograde. The whole month has been in retrograde. It will not come out of retrograde until the last week of February with, I believe, the full moon in Virgo. So, mm. Yummy, yummy, yummy. It's been yummy. It's been it's been a little heavy, intense. Yeah, definitely. So what are what do you what do you feel is one of the most important things so far that you've experienced this month? I don't know. Probably just uh, trying to get better understanding and communication. Mm. Understanding and communication. Two very important things for a healthy relationship of any sort, any level, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Communication. Oh, my God. Look. I already know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, communication is, is the key to relationships. Um, and it also kind of ties in with understanding. Because without it, without communication or effective communication, you can't gain understanding. Understanding leads to love. Because once you gain an understanding of where people are coming from, even if you don't agree or you disagree in some way, shape, or form, at least you understand, right? It's allowing, it's, it's accepting. Okay, you're, you're, you're going through this. Okay, I get it. But they have to communicate, deliver it. Um, what do you think is the biggest obstacle in communication. Mm. The biggest obstacle would have to be actually listening. Because people I have didn't a tendency think you were to going wanna, there, but oh, yeah. yeah have a, a tendency <laughs> that they want to talk and not just necessarily mm. listen. Yeah, and that could be gender specific. I, I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm going to take no, the no, hit no. for for women. No, it's, we it's, we it's, sometimes it's, talk too much. <laughs> yeah, well, men do the same thing sometimes. They, they talk, but they don't listen. And do you feel if it, 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 okay, so if it's a masculine feminine thing, it could be like built in or programmed. Do you uh, feel that that's something that we just, you know, as society, just hey, we let it go, or or even in a relationship, or whether romantic or not, do we just like, oh, you know what? They're never gonna listen. They don't listen. I I can't, you know, work with this. Whatever the thing is, 
But do you feel that that's like a, an indication of a permanent habit, programming? Do you, you think it's fixable? Yeah. So, so how do we fix that? The listening well, piece, because people listen, but they really don't listen. They basically have to work at it. It's not something that just happens. Practice makes perfect. Indeed. So, like, we have a good communication uh, style. However, it, it, it's taken time. It's taken some, you know, some practice. And part of it is we try to get that deeper understanding. If we don't automatically get it, we ask questions. We do the questioning thing. Um, listening is something that requires, okay, I'm gonna put some stuff out there. It requires an, an intention, patience, I know I said the P word. Patience. How dare you? <laughs> no. Naughty me. Throwing that P word around. <laughs> Stop putting out the P's. Um, <laughs> what about the Q? We're, we're, the we're going in a whole different tangent. I'm like, give me the corn. <laughs> the P's. Oh my God, I'm so... There's the inner child coming out of me today. I have no, I mean, no idea why, but I'm, I'm going to cut her loose. I'm just going to let her go. Let her roll. <laughs> just roll with it. Um, and I'm going to, I think that that's what comes across, wants to come across. When we're little, we're little kids, okay, and we start communicating, we communicate as babies, we can communicate just on our sensory perception, right? Oh, we see something shiny. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh or, <laughs> or we're wet, cold, hungry, tired, want <laughs> nap. And we Give do me it. your tired masses. <laughs> we, we act out, right? Kids act out, not necessarily communicate right off the bat. They learn communication from the people around them, right? Influences. Yep. So... As a kid, I mean, did you really listen? <laughs> or did you mm. resist? <laughs> it, it was 50-50. <laughs> a bit of both, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know I I listened, but it de- it, it it depended on the tone. Right? Because if your parents were pissed, you knew, ooh, hold on. <laughs> Get ready. For... You better listen. <laughs> you, better, you better listen. They give you the side eyes and then, you know, <laughs> stuff gets real quick. Real quick. Yeah. You know, here comes the, the slipper. <laughs> anyway. The so... chunkler. <laughs> <laughs> So communication is a learned thing, right? So then we have to learn if we have to actively listen. When I was in nursing school, um, so you're taught about 
holistic care and it incorporates objective and subjective um, indicators. So what isn't said, you look for and vice versa. And then body language is a thing because it's communication too. Do we pay attention to that? Because I pay attention. Like, are you like looking, maintaining eye contact when we're talking? Or are you just, you know, are you focused? Because that active listening or effective listening um, is what makes us feel like, hey, you're, you're paying attention. So you're getting it, right? But until they, they come and they put it back at you, oh, this is what I heard. Is this what you were trying to say? You know, that takes time. That takes, like, it takes investment. That's what I want to say. It takes an investment. So when you're communicating, you, you have to be ready to invest. Yeah. You know? Energy. 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 So you, you had a recent lack of communication. <laughs> And, and, and do you think it, it is just about listening or not listening? Or do you feel it's just not talking or not coming at, you know, meeting in the middle, so to speak? Well, no, I, I think it's a, I've had multiple things with not just my partner, but also with, you know, my oldest. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's. It's a hodgepodge. It's a potpourri. yeah. It's a hodgepodge. Yeah, it's, it's there's never always you know it's not always cut and dry, black and white. So, so different, and they're female. So right, mm-hmm. so you have the feminine dynamic. You have the age background. Like it can get compl- complex to communicate. Yeah. Um. Especially with my partner. <laughs> Do you think there's hope? <laughs> Is there hope? Oh, there's there's always hope. Awesome. See, and that that's why I love Dan, everybody. I do love him. Because I am that same way. I'm always hopeful. I always, you know, like right now, it's like I feel like miracles can happen. They just can't. Don't ask me why, how. It, it's just they're possible. Like everything's possible. So communication, if you're looking for better communication, if you're striving for it, working for it, um, you need that other person to be on board too, right? Mm. But you can't always guarantee that. And... Sometimes we have to accept that they're just, they suck at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For lack of better words. They, they're not, they're not that person where they haven't learned or adapted to it. Um, so how, what do you think are possible solutions for that communication to build understanding? Um. For the communication to build understanding, mm-hmm. 
like what what do you think are other ways that we can communicate that could be just as effective as you know just like how we're having a conversation here and then they get they get to that pay, that place that needs to lay the foundation cuz communication is uh, you know for for some people they like I am not a fan of this and trust me not that I can't text but I don't rely on text I don't yeah. I think it's you know it, I, I, let me just be raw about it it's it's fucked up yeah I was gonna it's say not. don't don't sugarcoat it because yeah. there's a lot of no. a lot that can be missed in a text because you can't hear a person's tone or how they're saying it it leads it's to misunderstanding in, exactly because it's strictly just black and white mm-hmm. words so it's depending on your mood what kind of mental state you're in Ooh, a whole bunch of factors deep. oh yeah deep, bro. well you you went you touched a, a subject <laughs> that i feel very strongly about so you're gonna get deep yeah yeah and i like it because well we always have deeper conversations they're never surface level um but i'm i am a writer and i'm very visual so when i even when i text i try to be more detailed more elaborate in the sense of hey i'm going to paint you the picture but not everybody does that they take shortcuts and that's why i don't like texting as a form of communication because there's so many pit pitfalls potholes <laughs> gaps everything you could possibly think of for failure it's a setup for failure in communication especially with couples i'm like yeah well and and my thing is i'm i'm not a writer i'm more of a uh, i'd say more philosophical i guess mm-hmm. scientific and i am not a fast texter or typer so it's going to take, you know, some consideration. You're going to think about yeah. it, right? Hey. Well, I think about it. And then also I'm not fast at typing because I'm trying to, you know, use big words. I don't try to abbreviate things typically awesome. and things like that. I try to put my words okay. onto okay. down. All right. I hear you. Um, so what's, what, what do you think prevents people from actually picking up the phone and doing what is now considered <laughs> retro? <laughs> you know, because I grew up in a day before cell phone and, you know, having a phone call was like, oh, wow, that's almost the same as writing, you know, a letter and putting it in, a, you know, <laughs> that mailbox. What? Stamp and was You're talking wet? about historic stuff that belong in a <laughs> museum? Old. <laughs> yes, it's old, right? No, but these are things that actually have meaning. They have meaning because you actually thought about it. People don't think when they communicate. Like, they don't, they're so emotionally based or motivated, you know? Well, or, and also in that time period, we we also had to you know a phone was on a wall 
and it had a cord and you had to remember everybody's numbers because you didn't have a phone that had numbers yeah there was no speed dial yeah Mm. no speed dial (laughs) no block (laughs) oh there were there there was still blocking there was like star whatever for blocking but that came later that came a little later i remember like the the little rotary phones and you're like man if you messed up one number you were done you had to start over yeah you had to hang up (laughs) hang up the phone start over start over start over and you couldn't do other things it was very rare to multitask and so you had more focus (gasps) bingo so patience focus intention with communication because you know when it fails like something fails and and I think people don't they just want instant gratification so bad they shortcut everything to death and all you're getting is pieces pieces of people pieces of feelings pieces of whatever and you're supposed to put all these little pieces together like shredded paper like first of all that's a lot of work yeah on the receiving end that's a lot of work if you piecemeal somebody you're gonna feel like what what is this a game does this look like a game to you (laughs) am i a a toy am i a joke to you (laughs) Play me. <laughs> Don't play with my emotions, Smokey. Yes, yes. Nobody got time for that. <laughs> We're so full of it today. It's awesome. So, what, okay, what would be your fantasy scenario for great communication with your person? Like, what would be like, ooh, the Holy Grail? basically like what I try to do is we need to talk in person oh okay sweet I'll be right there <laughs> and and, be, and back in an, I'm just going to say whenever I heard those words I was like oh <laughs> wait a minute well, and the, and the bad serious. thing is, is there, there's talk. actually a negative connotation with that yes, there is. as well. Because I've gotten in trouble with that with my previous spouse, where you know I was like, hey. "Hey, we need to talk," and it automatically turned into, "Oh, something bad's happened. I'm cheating on her, or whatever." And it was oh, like, really? "Oh, oh yeah, no, no." Not, and it was like, "Well, sorry, <clears throat> that's that's, that's how things. Well, that's how things kind of ro- rolled." with Mm -hmm. that relationship Mm -hmm. so and you know what that wasn't a freudian slip that was on purpose listen the way we deliver something is is part of the outcome or goes towards the outcome so like my thing is so hear me out if I really wanted to talk to my person and not, not have texting and look, can we meet in person? Can we carve out some time so we can, you know, quality time? Can we have that? Or 
or hey, let's make a a, a, a date to talk. Sometimes you gotta get creative, but again, you know, hey, baby, I want to talk about this in person. I want to, you know, let's talk about this real time. Let's talk in front of each other because that gives you practice, right? To feel each other out and get to know each other just so you don't have those misunderstandings. Again, not everybody is on board with that. Like they're not, you know, they need to kind of like, I don't know. What is going on? But why are you mad at me? Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, what happened? So for me, it's like, I guess I'm I'm more seasoned because of the levels of communication. And I've had really bad communication with my partners, like horrible, negative, toxic. So of course, you're going to look forward to look, if for instance, we can play this out. It's like, honey, can we talk later? And no phones. We can even have an agreement. We're never going to have an important conversation via text or phone. I mean, I've had friends who've gone in. They've had like all day fights back and forth. Texting. Oh, yeah. Texting on their phone. Like, how can you do that and function and do other things if you're aggressively going back and forth? Like, literally, it's almost like I think words sometimes can be just as bad as punching people, like physically hitting yeah. them. Because I, I've seen that. I've seen, you know, this one couple, they're married and they're calling each other stuff. And oh my God, it was just like horrible. And they're getting all, you know, worked up. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like that, oof, no. That's a no for me. Yeah, that, that's a hard pass. Hard pass. It's, it's amazing that you said that because I actually used that term <laughs> <laughs> yesterday in conversation, but I didn't use the word hard because, you know, I didn't want it to be misconstrued or an opening for innuendo or something like that. Like, you have to be tactful with your words. Like I could, we can talk about anything and it's totally safe. Yeah. But I can honestly say I cannot have those conversations with other people because they will take it a certain way. Now, the person that I was in love with, or you know, that I broke up with, that was I thought I had that level of communication, safety, um, freedom. And, and even, even with that, things happened that slowly just communication was at a stop. So communication is a big deal. It's a big part of the equation. Yes. But the type of communication, type of communication, especially if you have like, they're not right around the corner or they don't live in the same house. And if they do live in the same house, that's a whole nother set of juju because <laughs> yeah. then you, you know, you got to come home. Oh man, I got to talk to them. Mm. They're home. I just want to go to the bathroom first. <laughs> so if you want to take a shower, Oh, I can't go to, <laughs> cause they're going to think 
you know like i stuff goes through my head like i keep thinking men just want to go do their business in a bathroom uninterrupted <laughs> like they make a beeline cuz they they don't want to talk right away they just want to come home and i'm like that i've always wanted to come home just chill, not have stuff waiting for me, you know, like craziness. Just give me a minute. <laughs> give yeah. me some time. Let me get settled. <laughs> and I laugh because I think back at this and I'm like, this is probably why I've like lost it sometimes. <laughs> like, I'm like, can I just get a minute to myself? <laughs> and it's a thing. It's definitely a thing. Um, what kind of thing? Don't know. Don't know. But there is different ingredients to the mix, right? Yeah. It all depends. It all depends. Um, let's see. So let's, let's play out a scenario. Okay. Um, mm, how I'm trying to find the right this, wording. This could get dangerous real quick. <laughs> um how how do you when when do you think is the best time to talk? Like before bed. Um, I I try to avoid that, but you know. Before bed. Well, See, men always, men always say that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's the best fit. But... It, it might not be. I personally, I don't ag- abide by that. I, it's, I'm about talking whenever, you know, there needs to be a talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But usually, around that time before you're going to bed, you're, you're, calmed. You're getting ready. Everything's quiet. Mm-hmm. Things are, you know, semi-peaceful, which is why I suggest that. But, you know, that's not always the case. Okay. Um, I don't know about bedtime. Because <laughs> things can go wrong. <laughs> So it it all depends how you feel, right? So you'd have to ask, are you up for talking? Yeah. Or I, okay, so the other rule or the other condition or the other ask I place on my partner is um, let's never go to bed angry. Like if there's something we need to talk about, let's talk about it. We can agree to disagree. You know, if we're tired, we have to work the next day, all that stuff. Um, and then move along, you know, like, let's go to bed or hug it out, whatever. Sometimes you don't have to talk a lot. Right. And I'm not talking about the other stuff. You know, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying um, you don't have to argue. And you can argue in very healthy ways without degrading 
lessening, ignoring, and like you said, not listening, because not listening is very painful. It's a very painful thing to know that you're not being listened or, or that someone is not accepting what you're trying to convey or express. You know, these are feelings. These are feelings. They're not just thoughts. And if they're there, they exist for a reason, right? Something's happening, but we have to own our stuff when we communicate. So we have to take a look at the whole picture. It's not that simple. And even if you have a good relationship, like like our relationship, and you know, I live next door and I said, Dan, I need a cup of sugar. That's the codes. <laughs> we need to talk. Let's talk. <laughs> and we have this, it, it doesn't matter the length of time, right? If we're friends, we, we're friends and we're open to each other, open in communication, in our style, whatever. It works, right? It makes it easy. It's easier. Yeah. Yes, I think so. Well, what what do you feel is the workaround then? If if your partner is not able to do the same thing, like they just there's some some challenge, obstacle, whatever. Like what? What do you do instead? That's something that has to be discussed. I mean, you can't just put me on the spot like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, let me let me put some something out there. Um, Because as far as a workaround, I mean, that's something that has to be agreed upon and talked about. There, there's no real shortcut. So you you feel it can't be spontaneous. It has to be planned. Uh, no, no, it can't be spontaneous. It's just okay. <clears throat> there's no workaround necessarily for, at least in my mm-hmm. mind, I, I don't think there's a workaround. I think it's just a you have the the communication, the talk, and it can be spontaneous or planned. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not necessarily a workaround. Well, when I, I say workaround, I'm trying to think of creative ways to, like, say, um, how can we develop a good habit? How do we create a good habit of communicating better without, you know, all the other stuff, the crazy stuff? And it'd be okay. You know, it'd be okay. We're okay. Um And we're understood, right? We're understood. Um, I think that would be 
you know, lovely. Lovely. Um, I know if I was in a relationship right now, um, I would say, yo, honey, when we have important talks, let's, let's make up a code. <laughs> let's kind of make it fun, yeah. but not. <laughs> or, or, you know, let's talk in the closet or something. <laughs> in the if it's serious, you know what I mean? So that it takes the edge off. Or let's talk in the shed or the garage or something. If we're gonna if we're gonna have a fight, let's have a fight. We're gonna go out in the garage. We're gonna yell or or whatever. We're gonna throw stuff. Something, something to diffuse the energy so that we're we're coming from the same place. I think that's important, especially with couples. Or friends and family, like deep relationships or long existing relationships. Because, you know, you could have friends like, I don't think we, you and I have ever fought. But, you know, there comes times, there comes a time where you do have a disagreement and you're like, dang, you're smelly. I don't know what to do with you, man, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And you're going to be like, well whatever <laughs> i'm sorry i'll go take a shower jeez no see but you're that guy you wouldn't you wouldn't come back and say well myra you're no bunch of roses either or some you know whatever oh well i Biatch. would i would but like <laughs> but that's that's the thing right some people can have those those kind of fights and not or arguments and be okay. We're okay, right? We're okay. We 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 had this this moment, but we're still good, right? We're solid. Right on. Not everybody can do that. I I want to have that. I I I think the communication that I have with um, friends is very indicative of what I have or I would like with partners. Like, mm -hmm. I want to get that to that level. I want to be open to that. And I, I'm, I'm at a place, and anybody can ask Dan, <laughs> I am not that person that gets easily, like, swayed or uptight. I'm not that woman. You know, you got to get me to a certain place for me to be passionate about. And I, that's what I would call it, passion. For me to get like, man, that burns my biscuits, something, <laughs> you know, pisses me off or something like that. Like, that would be the first thing that would come out of my mouth is like, hey, that, whoa. But for the most part, I'm steady. And that was something my... um my person told me is like you're and 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 he drew this line like chill like status quo you know like I'm not easily swayed or moved but I do have that it just depends on what it is it's, it's not all about the subject it's all about the subject the delivery and you know what 
I'm not that person to, if you come with drama, you got the wrong one. <laughs> I'm not that drama queen. I am, no, I cut it right at the, no, yep. it stops here. Uh, I'm not about speculation, gossip, rumors, any of that. So I'm so not like that. Well, I'm also one of those people that I don't do the he said, she said stuff myself. Exactly, so. <laughs> because it doesn't benefit. You know, like you have to really think about it. So in a communication, because that is communication too, what you put out comes back. Yeah. You know? Well, and also my thing is like I always hold the deep belief that there's not always, you know, there's always a, a, basically three things. There's a he said, she said, and, and then, then what was actually the said. The truth. <laughs> yeah, the truth. There's, there's, there's three sides and then there's the truth. Um, That is a big thing with me. And I I feel that that has impacted a lot of my relationships. I I do not waver on it. You know, if you're not honest, you're not open, you're not truthful. You know, let's stick to the facts. Let's the, let's not make it gray. Let's not make it muddy. Let's let's see what's there. What's really there. Let's cut to the truth. Mm-hmm. Um sad to say a lot of people aren't used to that. They can't be honest. Or they're, yeah. they've been taught differently. They can't be open. Um, they no distrust it. it. They distrust if you are, too. Yeah. Like, they, well, you know, you were talking about what you said earlier about, you know, the comment your, per- your partner made when you wanted to talk. And I'm thinking, my, I'm like doing a little gasp inside because i'm like what wow because well, right- i and i looked it up and, and at the time like that's a typical we need to talk is always usually connotated with a bad thing of like oh we need to talk because i cheated on you or i need to talk because you know you cheated on me or you know i caught this or usually it's a negative talk when that term is used when you use that phrase and that's sad because first of all we ain't going to google that that's just bad and (laughs) i get that because a lot of our communication social media society all this stuff is negative highly negative look i'm gonna put something out there um so i have to get tiktok tick tiktok TikTok. I know it's been out for a while and I wanted to say TikTok because that's what I think of it. It's like Ooh. not see I, I've I'm I'm on the other side of the spectrum. I I, I also, wanna... you know, yeah. did download a TikTok recently. And the thing and... is it was involuntary. <laughs> well mine wasn't either. Mine was a uh, my my person was sending me a lot of TikToks because they're big on TikTok like watch TikToks and things oh. and kept sending them to me. And I was like, sometimes they'd work. Sometimes they didn't. I was like, you know what? I'll just download it. And that way I won't have to worry about it. And since mm-hmm. then I've, I've had a problem with watching any of them, but Ooh. I've also grown to where I 
enjoy some of the stuff. It's it's a bit of a rabbit hole because you find some really funny stuff, some really deep stuff. There's you know a little bit of everything. Oh, see, I can't get I can't get sucked into that vortex. I got it because I received a text with a verification code, like somebody was setting it up with my phone number. Everybody, you have to be you have to be aware. There are people out there, whether in, it, it's conscious or unconscious. They're using your email, your whatever information you have, your pictures, they're copy pasting, they're creating accounts, they're doing whatever. So this foolishness came to me and I said, oh, let me see this because I'm a tech person and I'm big on security. So I go and yeah, it's part of the process for you to validate and actually create an account. You know, you have to have this code and I'm thinking, ooh, if I ever catch, mm, Mm. So then um, I wrote a nice substantial (laughs) letter to TikTok on my experience. And the thing is, you can't pick what the feed is. It's 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 very it's too much for me. Well, there there is a way for it. There's there's a bit of a an algorithm type thing. Yeah, but it's it's I, not something like that's algorithm. instantaneous. Yeah, they I know. will force stuff. Like I I saw way too much flesh on mine, and I didn't even like this is me brand new out of the box, not pushing, putting personal information or doing searches, and I was getting all kinds of like ridiculous stuff that I never want to see. I'm like, you know what? This is why people are toxic. This is why they're negative first, negative first, not positive, because there were very few. Okay, so there's some cooking stuff. There's some positive stuff, but it was all like trendy, fickle, in the moment, flash in a pan for yeah. me, my interpretation. And well, I was and, like, and part hey. of that is 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 that's how you build basically your for you page type thing with that program. Is oh, you man. have to skip that basically. You swipe, you know, up, and go to the next one, and you find well, stuff you that you like. And oh yeah, I know. It's, it's like a grandma, but I'm like, I, I don't want bit. that crap. I don't want it. Like, I want to pick my content. This is why I'm so. I, I'm gonna use the word irate with Facebook. They have created a such a toxic forum or platform for people. There's no protection. There's no. You can't even siphon or filter content like you used to. And it's like, I don't want to know about this stuff in a sense. I hear about it enough. I don't want to see it visually because, again, I'm a visual person. So when I see some of these little girls, I'm going to call them like that, little girls. (laughs) And you know what I'm talking about because I know. You know what I'm talking about. And they're over there, you know, mm, mm, mm. Shaking the money maker. Uh huh. So I'm going to talk very, very seriously right now. Um, I am, I can understand why there's human trafficking, prostitution, solicitation, um, heavy misogynistic themes. And it's not just that because guys are doing it too. Yeah, guys are doing it too. I'm just saying, but 
some of this stuff is being normalized. It's almost like it's part of woven into communication. Yes. And it's it's how people talk to you now. Because if I talk to a man and he happens to say, and you know, know, 20 years ago, it might have been a little too much. Um, Maybe 10 years ago, it would have been like, ha ha. Now it's like, oh, this is okay. No, 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 no. There's boundaries, boundaries, but there's mm-hmm. girls that are doing this and they have no boundaries. Yeah. None. Like there, there was barely clothes. I look, Damn, if I you, had that you, kind of body, I haven't seen that kind of no, freaking TikToks, no, but you no. know, this girl had lipstick written on her butt cheeks, mm-hmm. little message. And then like, why? Why? Okay, so look. First of all, I'm not going to claim to have that body because I'm not going to put my stuff there. But if even if I did, I I don't need to put it out there like that. Because that's asking for stuff to happen. So there's a law of attraction involved. And this is why I said communication isn't just words that you speak. It's what you put out there, what you transmit. So that that frequency is being picked up on a radar. And people are like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And guess what? This is on Snapchat. This is on Facebook. This is on WhatsApp. It's on everything. Everything is permeated, everything. And then we, we wonder why we can't communicate with our partners. Well, hello. If you're on TikTok, bro, I'm going to be like, you need to delete that. <laughs> delete block. Bye. Because you can't talk to me if you're paying attention to that. And the same thing, vice versa. I'm just saying, look, it's a thing. It's a thing. Social media, apps, all that stuff, they take away from you something. They And I'm... This is what I'm getting right now. I'm channeling this. It takes innocence. It takes away people's innocence. Their ability to see things from a child perspective. Um, something, you know, sweet. Like you could have this really genuine communication style with another person. But if they're constantly bombarded by sexist memes, that, 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 not that, you know, you and I have discussed this and we'll, we'll toss memes at each other in text, but I'm not scoping the whole entire, you know, web all day long for that stuff. Yeah. Like that's fixated stuff and it can be addictive. Yeah. It can be addictive. It's like there's so many addictions out there. And I think this has become addictive too. So if you're susceptible yeah. to that, yeah, that's going to that's gonna impact your relationship. It's going to make well, it unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So just say no. Well, I know that a lot of younger generation are, are addicted to media. They have to have the moving picture box, the video game system, whatever, to be able to, you know, to function otherwise they, they're like oh well, i'm so bored or you know oh this is awful this is the worst like because they they have no imagination 
that's what's happened to society. It's it taken seems like their innocence. Yeah, it's because imagination. Like, bro, for real. When <laughs> when we didn't have game consoles or any of that stuff, we had to figure things out. This is why you know our our children today can't read a manual, much less cook an egg. Or oh, well, they could YouTube it, but the is that the same thing? Like, yes what's and going no. on? And it's a replacement because I see parents giving small children an iPad mm-hmm. or phone to occupy them. Yeah. Is it healthy? No. Uh, no, especially if it's not limited, restricted. You're, you need, they need supervision, bottom line. Yeah. And then older kids today who've grown up in that phase and they say, oh, you got to do this. And they're so overwhelmed. No wonder they can't think straight. No wonder they can't think for themselves. No wonder they don't know who they are. Because they're bombarded with images. If I had that when I was growing up, oh, forget it. I'd be lost. I'd be lost. But you got to tune out. A lot. You have to have that self-discipline to say, look, this isn't good for me. Or I can only have it in limited amounts. You know, I'm not going to judge and say, hey, read a book. Go to the library if that still exists. Whatever. They do. Do something <laughs> physical with your hands, you know. I don't know. Chop a tree. Stop. Don't be doing that. <laughs> I don't want I don't want your kids chopping down my trees, okay, Myra? <laughs> Chop a tree. Remember, look, I'm I'm that girl that grew up helping her father fix a car or change the brakes or the mom and or clean the car or wash the car. Like we did physical stuff. We had to. It wasn't yeah. just all, you know, kick the can and checkers and whatever. It was it was other stuff. There was a lot of physical stuff. So why is it that this is um so difficult? So so difficult for people to understand, much less relate to. Um and it's like a hardship, man. Like these are I just think of Kids nowadays are just going to be so lost in the soft, so lost. It's sad. It makes me. It makes me worry that yeah. there's going to be so many kids out there that just need a lot of help. Well, Not and I think us. that's already there. I think we've already reached that point. Oh well, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, because I mean, I I remember, you know, geez, probably about maybe ten years ago maybe even less that you know kids don't know how to use freaking can openers and i'm like what oh my god how do they and and this was another parent telling me that like oh yeah you know my kid i've seen this kid that doesn't know how to use a can opener they if the doesn't have the little pull tab type lid they 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 hang their head in shame and and like walk away they can't make themselves any food or anything Mm -hmm. Because they don't know how to operate a can opener. And that blew my mind. Like, how do they not know how to use that? 
and like certain things I understand to an extent, like uh, not knowing how to write a letter or a check and stuff. It's because they're not taught how to do that kind of stuff. Mm. And it's also because of, you know, technology has advanced and how things have become. Mm. Look, I, I have a personal story for that because my son, um, I forget how old he was. He was older. He, he, he didn't know how to use it. And I was like, I felt like the bad mom <laughs> because I was like, how does he not know how to use, you know, how does he not know how to use a can opener? Like, how did I miss that? And the thing is, it, it wasn't anything like crazy. It's just we never had that moment because I was always I was either home or not working to not need to say, hey, you're a man now. You know, you need to know what this device does <laughs> or something like that. And I looked at him like I was in shock. I was in real, real shock. And then I said, okay. I, I, I composed myself and I said, we're, we're going to do this. I'm going to show you. I'm going to teach you once. Then you're going to do it. And that's what I did. Yeah. So now he knows what it is and what it's used for and how to use it. Uh, of course, that's, he, that's also he avoids I've... buying stuff that <laughs> requires a can opener. <laughs> He'd rather buy something where he could just, you know, rip it off or yeah. pull it off. But I mean, I've had that with my kids where I've taught them can how to use a can opener. I've taught them how to, you know, <laughs> I, I've taught my oldest how to write a check, how to, you know, write a letter, things like that. Mm. And that's part of parenting. Like, they don't automatically learn that stuff. It's not like they take home ec. Yeah. And people are like, what's home ec? Oh, yeah. No. And, and, and people, there's a lot of people that are, don't even know what that is. It blows their mind. It's like, I learned how to sew and things like that because I had to take home ec when I was, you know, younger. And when I was in like mm-hmm. middle school, they had a home ec class that everybody was required to take. You, and I love that stuff. Oh, yeah. It's great. No, it was a lot of fun because I, I, did a lot of interesting things and learned a lot of interesting stuff because of it. So. Mm. And look, I think vocational schools and I know when um, I was in, I relocated to California and. Oh, don't get me started um, on that stuff too, Myra. My son was with me. He had shop. No, this was really good. He made I still have the stuff that he made, made a couple of things. And he's, he loved doing that kind of stuff like that. It was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I think we need to have more of that in, in our lives. Oh, indeed. Our kids lives. Yeah. They, kids need that. And that's been part of the issue that and I feel was part of like with society type stuff and part of the situation we are in is because like, that's what we were told. At least I don't know about you, but in my generation, because me and you are a little bit in an age gap, but yeah, just a little, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> but when I was growing up, it was, you have to go to college. You have to get a degree to get the job. 
and that's all they pushed. Yeah. You know, go to you got to go to college to get a job. Right. Except that you know, you go to college, you get your degree, you don't get that job because you're in debt, and everybody else was told to go to college and get that degree to get that job. Hmm. So then there was an oversaturation of, you know, people being in debt with student loans and whatnot and not, you know, and that's also why, like, I never went that route personally, because I was like, I'm a rebel. I was like, screw that noise. (laughs) And I learned a trade. I learned, you know, I, I initially had to go into the military to do it but like i learned to trade i learned skills because those were my favorite things were you know going the shop classes and woodworking and you know all that kind of stuff so gotcha gotcha i think it's interesting that you say that because I, I I used to think it was very important, especially for men to learn a trade, you know, to feel they they could learn something and bring forth some type of earnings, establish themselves in the world. Yeah. Not necessarily go to college, like have options. Kids need options throughout their life. Kids need that. It's not always sports. Okay. Um. Doing things with your hands, gardening, cleaning, any like these are all really intentional, healthy practices because it's something that you would do every day for yourself. Learning to do things for yourself. And I was taught, and we talk about generational stuff. I was taught a lot of stuff so I could be self-sufficient and independent. Very strong in my family. Yeah. Very strong. And as the only daughter, it was like, even even me being a girl, like that didn't know. I had to hang with my brothers mm-hmm. in every way, shape, or form. I, like I had the same amount of chores, the same amount of of expectations. Um, and it's so it was so ingrained that it it created a dynamic for me in relationships where I was doing all the work. Because it was natural to me. And I didn't realize it because they didn't stop me. They didn't say, hey, baby, you don't need that. Sit down, little lady. You know, they, <laughs> di- they didn't come in and, hey, you don't have to cook for me every day from scratch. No, never. <laughs> they never said that crap to me. Or, you know what, honey, I'll do this this week or stuff like that. No. And I just took it on because I felt that that was the expectation, you know, or if I wasn't working, Hey, I'm going to handle the home stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, it can, it can actually be a bad thing. It can be a bad thing. Yeah. Could be a detriment. Because again, everybody... Yes, because everybody has to be self-sufficient, independent, feel confident that, hey, if dad's away, I can cook an up or down house, right? (laughs) (laughs) 
like with your 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 little peeps, right? Yeah, I always tease them about that as well. They start cooking something. There might be something left over in the the oven or something that you know is kind of becoming blackened. So I always tease them about, <laughs> "Oh, you're trying to burn down the house again, huh?" Hmm. And like, it's so crazy. But for me, and we're coming on to an hour in the segment, so we're going to close shortly. But I, I think it is an act of love. Anything you do in a, 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 with good intentions, hey, it's an act of love. But it's not a prison sentence. Not a prison sentence. It's not like permanent. So don't tell yourself that, much less put it out there like that. Anything that a kid tries to do shows initiative. How they do it shows imagination. Pay attention. Kids need us. They need our presence. They need our interaction. They need to learn from us. So the more presence that we put in their space of ourselves, the more secure and safe they will be on doing things differently, not just through technology. Yes. Um, the other thing that I want to want to say, um, and in very important. Hugging is communication. Hand holding is communication. Kissing. I know we're in a pandemic, but people, if we can do that, use that PDA that people were, you know, shaming and guilting and stuff, you know, of course, with healthy boundaries, do it. Do it because sometimes that's that's all that's needed to open somebody up to communications or level of communication or expressing themselves. And, you know, I just need a hug. I'm always saying that too. I just want to cuddle. <laughs> I need a hug. <laughs> because that sometimes that's all you need mm-hmm. to have a conversation or start a conversation, not just end a conversation. Um, look, Dan, this was really good and unexpected yeah. because we we still have that whetstone um, conversation to do. But and I hear little voices in the background. <laughs> That's so sweet. I like that. But um, we're going to close off, and I want to thank you for bringing up the topic of communication and understanding. Yeah. And all the wonderful little doodads in between and laughing. And and you know what? It's just a joy having these conversations. I enjoy it as well. All right, everyone. Be safe. We love you. Love each other. And love yourself even more. All right. Take care. Bye. You've been listening to Soul to Soul with Myra and Dan. Look forward to seeing you again on the next one.